When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to High and Tight on Game Time CT. I'm Scott Erickson, and we are joined, as always, by Pete Blogger. Pete, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Uh, long time no chat, it feels like. I know. We've just been tied up with, uh, with so many games going on, uh, but the semifinals were last night. Championship games are Friday and Saturday, so we wanted to pop on and give you a little championship preview and also kind of just go over what's happened so far in the state tournaments. Uh, it's been a wild state tournament. Um, we both have some picks, though, left from the beginning of the tournament, so that's always nice. Yeah, it uh, makes me feel smart. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and then sometimes you got to remember, wait, who did I pick then? <laughs> no, it's been, oh, it's been a wild ride. I mean, from top to bottom, we saw some upsets in the first couple of rounds. We saw some walk-off wins, some, some head scratchers, some crazy plays, some controversial plays. Um, but there are eight teams left. And that's really it. <laughs> I mean, just we'll get to walk it, but what a run that Northrop that kid has had. I mean, it's been insane. It's been insane because he's the kid. Just to talk about him real quick, he he hits a home run uh, in the Rocky Hill game, and he misses first base in the sixth inning, and they call him out. And then he comes back up in the eighth inning, hits another home run to win the game. Last night. He makes uh, you can go read the story, but he you know he made a mistake in the field, ends up on the bench. He's 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 very upset. His teammates are consoling him, and he comes back in the extra innings and wins the game again. And, and he was pinch hit for after the mistake in the field, right? And then re-entered and then won the game with his hit. Um, incredible run for him and an incredible run for Walkett. Like, I mean, really the, the most incredible of all the state tournaments. They've won three extra inning games, and they've won all their games in their final at bat. I mean, if that's not winning advanced baseball, I don't, I don't know what is. How do they like? If I'm the coach, like, I think I gotta, I think I gotta, like, check my heart uh, <laughs> because every game going down to the end, I mean, I would be losing my mind. Be losing my mind. I would be freaking out. I would just not be happy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'd be cool happy, is, but I would be yeah, like very stressed. But I mean, man, like that momentum is just insane, and to be carrying that into a championship game again, we'll get to that one. But that I I don't remember a run like that where they you know there's teams that win a lot of close games and and everything, but to go to extra innings three times in the tournament and have your season like that close to ending every single time that's the thing like you you go home you're done yeah. It's it's been a wild run, a wild run. Uh, let's start in Class S though. Um, you know, Coventry and Adam Killingworth are going to play for the championship. Valley Regional, St. Paul were in there. They both got knocked out uh, by uh, Valley knocked out St. Paul, and then Coventry knocked out Valley Regional. So Coventry's back in there again. Adam Killingworth, of course, Mark Brooks, second winningest coach of all time. Uh, but no state championship. So this is a chance for him to win his first state championship. Uh, what have you seen in Class S as, as you kind of watch this tournament go? 
I'm pumped that, you know, I like Coventry and I like HK. Um, you know, Coventry, we got to know the Patriots over the last, you know, five, six, seven years. And they, they went to the finals two years in a row, uh, capturing the school's uh, second title in 2019. Uh, with Matt Cook, you know, on the mound and, and Ryan Guyberson, who we got to know really well. We had him on the show after they won um, in 2019. Um, it's nice to see them back. They're like that kind of program up in the end, Triple C. People forget about that conference a lot. And and Coventry is here. Um, it's nice to see them back. And then over at HK, I mean, Mark Brooks has been doing this a very, very, very long time. You know, over 700 career wins. And here he is with the chance to win his first title and HK's first as a program. Um, I'll tell you when, when we talked about class S, when we started this, you asked me my first, um, my first thought of class S and I said, get rid of the Catholic schools. And uh, I think the teams took it to heart and uh, (laughs) they were all out by the quarterfinals. Um, And it's not a knock on those programs. Those are great programs. And, you know, but it's, Honestly, selfishly, it's nice to see that it's a true class S final. It was a true it class is. S semifinal. And that that makes my heart ha- you know, makes my heart full. Yeah, I had picked St. Paul to beat uh, HK in the final, but uh, I'm okay with it being public schools in there and again, nothing against St. Paul or St. Bernard uh great baseball programs. Obviously, St. Paul's been fantastic the last few years and we're not knocking them. We're just saying that they should probably be up at M. That's yeah, they're that good. They're there. that good of a program. Oh, absolutely, and, and they could have competed in M and made the championship game in M. Like yeah. that, they're certainly good enough to be playing up there. Um, but overall, yeah, it's really good for those schools. It was great for Lyman Memorial to win that game and reach a semifinal. Yeah, this game is is really exciting for me. Uh, Adam Killingworth and Coventry are both such good programs and had such great years both out of the shoreline and the NCCCC, which always produce teams that are playing for state championships, it seems like. When you look at, at the history of those two conferences, there's really good baseball teams that come out of them. So it's awesome that, that they're playing for this championship. And it looks like it's going to be the Friday night game. That has not officially been announced yet, but it is leaning that way, I think, right? Yes, uh, I believe Coventry is graduation on Saturday. Right. Um, so, but it wouldn't be the first time that the S has been on Friday night. Go back to 2021, 20, uh, Cog and Chog and St. Paul played the Friday night game. Um, I think with these two schools, I think we'll see a really big crowd um, yeah. on a Friday night. Um, you know, public schools, like, I think we're going to see a really nice crowd at Friday night on Palmer at Palmer. Uh, I'm excited for it. I mean, this is, uh, this is a matchup that I'm very, very looking forward to see. Side note, Scott, I talked to some people up in that part of the state. Uh, they call it the NCCC, not know, the NCCC, because you always get confused. I always have to add I the confirmed extra C. Yeah, I, I confirmed it for C. you. I know. I've heard them say it, and I never say it. I should just start saying NCCC. I should just start saying NCCC. I, I should. It's like the people that call the FCIB FCIAC. Oh, God, that drives me bananas. <laughs> so that's on me. I'm going to start calling it the NCCC. It just saved myself the trouble. I never say the last C for some reason. I do not know why. It's okay. It's like a mental block. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's slide up to Class M. Um, <clears throat> class M is the one I was trying to talk about. 
earlier. Uh, but when you got uh, Wolcott and Nanawag, you have two teams that have absolutely been smashing the ball in this state tournament. Nanawag scored 39 runs. Wolcott's put up 17. And they've each let up 14 apiece. So I am looking for a slugfest in this one. We always have one on the weekend. And I think this one might even push that 1976 record, 26 runs, 1976, 1961 record of 26 runs combined in the game. I hope not. <laughs> it's, I, that's my bold prediction for this. I really hope not. Um, I, 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 I don't like those games. I don't think the players like playing in those games uh, with no run rule. Not that this will be a run rule game, but with no run rule in effect in the state playoffs, like it sometimes these games just go on and on and on. Uh, a high scoring game would just, I would not enjoy it personally. I, you know, it's a championship. I want some clean baseball. That said, if it is a high scoring game, we know it's going to come down to the seventh inning because that's just the way Wolkin operates. Unbelievable. I mean, that's what we were talking about before that the, the, the three extra inning games, every game won the last at bat. High high drama for these guys and just riding that wave into the championship game. And I can't imagine the feeling, the ups and downs of that because baseball is so tense when you're in a game like that. Their run differential is four. Right. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's absurd. Hey, good look, you know, you, you talk to coaches to win a state title is not easy to get to a state title is not easy. Right. But you always need, a little bit of luck you have like the best sometimes the best teams don't always win you need a little bit of luck to help and Wolkett has gotten a lot of luck and i'm thrilled for them i know they kind of had a heartbreaking loss in the nvl playoffs to st paul they were able to kind of you know turn flip the page start going after the championship that matters and uh you know, they're one win away, and they're going up against a really good Nanawag team. I love this Nanawag team. I was all over this Nanawag team last year. Um, really interesting year for the for Nanawag. Uh, coach left in the middle of the year. Uh, you know, his, his job called for him to do that. Um, friend of the program, Kyle Brennan, is one of the uh, uh, coaches who's helping that program. But they're loaded. I mean, Davino, I wrote about him last year. He's a really good shortstop. He's having an outstanding year. Uh, he's going to UConn. Dylan Chung pitched a great game, complete game, eight hitter, according to uh, our Mike Fornabio, who covered the game. I mean, look, they went up against the number one seed in the FCAC, the team that won the FCAC regular season title and beat them from start yeah. to finish. They never trailed in that game. This is a Berkshire League school, and nobody loves the Berkshire League quite like I do, and nobody loves to see the FCAC go down quite like I do, but I love it. I love it for Nanawag. I, I'm just, I'm so pumped that they're here in the final. I picked them to get to the finals last year. Uh, I'm so pumped that they're here. I think this game is going to be a really good one, whether it's high scoring or low scoring, it's going to be a close game. We're going to see a lot of talent on the field. I am pumped for this game. Not only did they beat St. Joe, the FCAC, they beat an ECC school. They beat an SCC school. Uh, I think in part uh, is because of their schedule. They schedule outside of the conference where they played Brookfield, who's a state finalist. They played New Fairfield, who was a state semifinalist. And they played Southington, who's a double L quarterfinalist. Like they go outside their conference and try to get really good games. Yep. They knew they had a good team coming in. You know, we knew that they had a good team last year. 
there's good baseball out of the Berkshire League, and we've seen that year after year out of, out of that league. But this team, I think, is really special. And, you know, I think we definitely overlooked them a little bit this year, and, and that's our fault. But I like them in this game a lot. And, man, it, but Walker, I mean, how are you going to knock this team off? Like, they won't die. Cinderella. I mean, it's literally won't die. It's David versus Cinderella. David versus Cinderella. Right? Because – Right. I look, Nanawag was the three seed. They have 20 wins this year. They're a great team, but you come with that Berkshire League kind of stigma, unfortunately. It's like, well, they're the Berkshire League. You know, they played a SEC school. Oh, Sheehan's going to win. No, they beat Sheehan. They play an ECC school killingly. Ben Desanier does a great job there. No, they shut him out. Then they go up against the number one seed from the FCAC and they beat them. I mean, they, they, they've been facing Goliath and now they got Cinderella in the finals. And this is like this is like the Marvel crossover that no one ever wanted. I've never heard it said David versus Cinderella. So you you got you coined a new phrase there. <laughs> it's incredible. I really, I really like it. I really, really like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, and it should be fun. I, I think this game's gonna be fun either way. I'm expecting a lot of runs. I, I know what you're saying about that, but you never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, what do you think about Class L? Ooh, this game, I still have my champion in Guilford. Me my too. Grizzlies. I wrote about them last week, and then they went out and they won, thank God. Wait, who did you pick in M? Who, hold on, I picked me. Woodland in M. Okay, me, me too. And I picked St. Bernard's in S. So. Right. Um, I had Woodland over St. Joe's. I did have not as a semifinalist, and that was the only semifinalist I got. In class M, I I I, uh, I whiffed. I whiffed that class M. Um, but I wrote about Guilford uh, after their second round win. Um, their season's a great turnaround. Two and sixteen two years ago. You know they have, I think they twenty four wins this year. Um, you know it's just it's great, and they they got dudes. Um, you know Lucas uh, Defishi. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, and they told me how to pronounce it yesterday. Um, but he's a stud. I mean, the, uh, the Amitrano brothers, Lucas and Sam playing left and center field, batting one and two in the lineup, uh, show, 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 show pitched uh, in the semifinals. He's great. They still have their arms for the final in my, in meter, uh, Bryce is, he made a great throw from right field to throw out a runner going to second base, uh, for the in Berlin second hit of the game. They're just playing really good ball right now. They're clean. They play clean they don't make mistakes and if they make a mistake it doesn't snowball they are playing at a high level right now you know this is a guilford team that i talked about on the show that i said they haven't been tested going into the secs i needed to see them be tested they beat xavier they beat prep they won the secs and all they've done is roll to the finals 11-4 over new london they had to come back a little bit against bethel 6-5 they beat Weathersfield 2 nothing, And look, they got one hit against Berlin. Okay? Doesn't yeah. matter. There was no shot in that game when you thought Berlin was going to score. Like, there was yeah. no point in that game when you're like, oh, they're only a hit away here. It's like, no. No, they're not. Because anything up in the air was caught. Anything down on the ground was played. And Shosho dominated on the mound. I mean, they made every single play. I love watching this Guilford team play. I, I just, I love watching them play. I'm a huge fan of the Grizzlies. Then on the other side of Brookfield, I mean, this team, look, the SWC, 
was not what it was supposed to be in terms of like dominant. And, and we, we thought they were going to be a really good conference. They were not this year. That's okay because Brookfield's here with a chance to win their first title. Right. And coach Hart, we talked about Brookfield a lot last year, you know, Gabe Silva was on our all state team. They had a lot of good players on the team last year. They graduate. And here they are in the finals as a five seed with like three to four, five sophomores or freshmen contributing every day for this team. Big shout out to Coach Hart in the finals. His dad is actually an assistant coach on Abbott Tech. So his dad's got a conference championship. Maybe his son can get a state championship this year. That'd be a great season for the Hart family. But you got two young coaches who played high school ball in this state fighting for a championship coach Hart played at Brookfield never won a state title Nick Marullo for Guilford played at hand never won a state title uh so one of them will be walking away with the state title for the first time uh, on Saturday at Palmer and this game I am most excited for um you know I think I might be more excited no okay this is the one I'm second nah, most excited about second, second, uh, but I think this game is going to be clean I believe it'll be miter for Guilford and Tanner Wall for Brookfield. Uh, Tanner Wall has had an unbelievable season for Brookfield. If you read our top performers, you see that he's in there often. Um, he's had a great season. I think this is going to be a heavyweight pitcher's duel, low scoring. Um, you know, Brookfield only won three to one. Guilford won, won, won nothing. This one's going to be tight. Who's going to make the mistake or who's going to get that lucky break is the team that's going to win this game. Yeah, it, it doesn't always work out, as we know, that the, both number ones for the teams are going to start. And it looks like we're going to get that in L and double L. But yeah, Wall against Metter, that's a great matchup. And then Gilbert also has their other guys, Amitrano, uh, Like They're both rested also. Yeah. Is, is that Did I say it right? Uh, yeah, you said it right. <laughs> I got, a, I got uh, a voice note from someone in Lucas's family basically explaining how to pronounce it for me. <laughs> um, Which I love. And then you also have it, you know, SWC, SEC. And if you look in double in L, uh, when you go back to 2004, an SEC t- team has won L five times. In the history of Class L, an SWC school has never won the title. Now, they have more Class M schools, but there are definitely schools up in Class L. And for them to never win the championship, I, I was kind of surprised by that. In that but division. Talk, in that division, in, yeah. in L. They've won state titles. Um, but when we talk about how hot Guilford was, Brookfield was just as hot down the stretch. I mean, they won nine of 11. They made it to the SWC championship game and lost to a good Barlow team. They're playing really, really good baseball right now. And there's, they're young, but they got a couple guys like wall Casey cat seniors that can step up and, and, and lead that team. I'm torn on this. I, I, but Guilford has just played so, so good. They're ranked number two in the game time CT poll. And if it wasn't the matchup we have in double L, we would be talking about them winning and possibly being the number one team in the state, which is crazy to think at the beginning of the year. Cause when we talked about sec teams, unfortunately they were not one of the teams we mentioned, you know, we said, you know, Guilford looks pretty good. They might have a decent season, but they weren't up there with the preps and Amity's and Xavier's and all the teams that we were talking about at that conference, but just an incredible season. And this is where they belong. Guilford belongs in the state championship game. They're they're that team this year where it's like you kind of see them coming into the tournament. They're going to be in the state final for the most part, and here they are. So now they have a chance to go win it. 
either either team that wins it is a great story. So yeah. I, I, I'm a little torn there on that one. And if Guilford uh, and wins, if Guilford wins, they will be their second title, which yeah. they won in 07, which was also the last year that they won the SEC baseball tournament. Right. Now we're going we'll to S- and they beat an SWC team in that tournament. Popper, Popper, yeah, they beat Popper, but. <laughs> It, you know, to win it, we talked, I, I talked about it. It's something I think is fascinating. Winning a conference championship and then winning a state championship is very hard to do. Yep. And, and then there's uh, two teams that can do it here. There's two teams in this tournament that can. I mean, you look, not to go back to S, but Coventry lost in their finals. The Berkshire League doesn't have, um, the Berkshire League doesn't have a tournament in M. Wolcott didn't win the NVL. HK did not win the Shoreline Valley did. So, yep. Guilford and Fairfield Ward, who we'll talk about in Double Arrow, the last two remaining conference champions, uh, which I always find very fascinating. But I am super excited for this game. I really hope it's the Saturday night game. Um, yes, me too. I hope this is the capper. Yeah, I hope this is the um, the one to end the night on, because I think it's going to end on a really good note. For yeah, us, I, at least. I, we're not playing, so we're going to like it either way. Yeah. The teams will always enjoy it. The fans will always enjoy it. Again, I would think these these schools would bring some kids too, um, Guilford especially, but and Brookfield making their first ever appearance. I would think that that would be a motivating factor uh, to get down here and 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 watch this game. Um, if the pitching matchup works out, that's going to be great. If this one ends up being the fourteen thirteen game, I'd be surprised. Yeah, because these teams are so tight and solid and good defensively and have depth of pitching. So Guilford you is think- on. Guilford is on an 18 game win streak, I believe. 17 Pretty or 18. Good. I Pretty think good. it'll be um 17 or 18. Yeah, they're on an 18 game win streak. It would be 19 if they won. That's wild. Speaking of winning streaks, uh double L. I just I, I kind of went and looked at this last night, and Ward has won 15 straight playoff games. They've won the FCAC two years in a row. And they won the state last year, and now they're in the state final again. That is really hard to do playing in the FCAC and playing in Class LL. And it's going to, it would take me some time to go back and look at Amity's runs where they may have done something like that uh, in the SEC and then into the double L's. But it's so impressive and so hard to do in a one and done baseball tournament to win that many games in a row against that many quality teams. But war is just. Ward is just a machine right now. I mean, that game was close last night. Newington certainly had chances to score and a hit here or there. But you also kind of felt like Ward's going to get this. Like, whatever they have to do to win this game, they're going to end up doing it. And Newington played them really well. It's one of the best high school games I saw all season. A lot of drama. But I always kind of felt like Ward was going to pull it out. And for them – to be the number one ranked team in the game time poll, going up against Staples, who's the number three team, but spent a lot of time, five weeks at number one this year. I know that when you and I talked, we thought all season, these are the two best teams in the state. And here they are playing for the double L championship. It doesn't happen that often that the two teams that we really think are the best are playing for a state championship at the end of the season. Yeah. We never really get this. Um, like you said, you know, look, they're one in three in our poll. Guilford is number two. Uh, I believe I voted Staples Ward one, two. 
um, Ward 1, Staples 2. I, I could be wrong. It was a couple of weeks ago. But before I want to talk about it, do you want to check my glove to to make sure uh, nothing's going wrong before I start talking about this? Do you want to? It, it looks like the right color. It should be okay. Okay. I, just so wanted, there, I didn't know if I had to switch my glove before I started talking about this tournament. There was an issue with Austin Howard's glove in the semifinals, and they asked for it to be checked. And, of course, at the time, we don't know why they're checking it. They think there's a substance on it or something. But it turns out they were complaining about the color of the glove, and he had to switch out uh, his, like, gray and multicolored kind of glove to a black and red one. So uh, I just watched uh, Air, the yeah. Michael Jordan mo- mo- movie yeah. uh, the other night. And uh, one, it's awesome. If you have Amazon Prime, go watch it because it's a phenomenal movie. And uh, one of the things was the shoe when they were designing the Air Jordan, the first one. Um, And I don't know if this is still the case in the NBA. I believe the rule has changed, but I could be wrong. But it has to be at least 51% white. That's that's, that's an old rule. Uh, But at the time, any sneaker that was made had to have white in it. So part of their deal with Jordan was like, we'll pay the fine. Like every game, the whatever thousand dollars it is, we're going to pay that fine because you're going to wear this shoe and it's all red. And like, so anyway, that made me think of that. But yes, like you said, you know, Ward Staples in this, this is what we want. This is the matchup we talked about. This is a matchup that I told everybody about. If we can get this, we didn't get it in the FCX final. We got it in the FCX semis. Getting Griffin Polly, who's going to James Madison. He's been a part of three FCX championship teams, a state championship team. And then you have Hero Wyatt, who might be drafted in the first like three or four rounds of the MLB draft. He's obviously committed to go to USC. There's next level talent with this kid. I mean, he was hitting one scout told me he hit 97. One scout told me he hit 98 um, in the quarterfinal against South Windsor. I mean, he only pitched five innings, but I think he only threw like 60 pitches. So something like 61 pitches, just straight dominance. Um, Staples, I thought, you know, I was confident that Ward would get here. Um, because of all the things that you mentioned about them winning playoff games, they know how to win these games. They have guys who have been there. Um, and then, you know, staples for me was, can they hit? That was the big thing. Can they hit enough to get here on days when hero is not pitching? And yeah, they can, they've scored 22, 29 runs in four games to get here. Um, you know, the pitching they've allowed five runs. I mean, you know, this staff is loaded. Um, I think, you know, Jack's going to give the ball to Hero and say, take us there. And Brett's going to give the ball to uh, to Polly and say, you take us there. I think we're going to get two complete games. It's going to be a one-run one game, maybe two-run game with one late. It's going to be close. There's going to be a lot of small ball, a lot of bunting. They're going to force them to make plays. Um, this game is I going to live up to the hype. I am convinced this game is going to live up to the hype. This game might be the best double L game that like I've covered since I've been at game time um, in terms of like the hype and living up to it. Right. 18 Cheshire Ridgefield Cheshire made a great run. It was exciting. You know, prep was the best team that year. Right. 2019 was Staples. Staples. They were the best team all year. They played Southington in the final. You knew, you know, Chad Knight go, um, 2021 was the Norwalk West Hill, the 14 seed versus the 24 seed or whatever it was like, again, great game. One, nothing came down to the seventh inning, but not the hype, right? Uh, last year, 
was Southern Kin and Ward. I think we all knew Ward was the best team from start to finish. They showed it. It was a good game, but again, not that hype. This has the hype. This has the bodies. This has the college commitments. This has the star power. This has, you know, two coaches who have won championships that know what it takes to win championships, that want to win championships, two powerhouse programs. This is it. This is for all the marbles. This is for the number one spot in the game time CT poll. Does Ward get it two years in a row? Does Staples get it for the first time since 2019? Um, this is it. That but yeah, you, you just don't get the star power on both sides that we're going to get in this game and the, and the level of play on both sides. Like, We've had some really good teams play in these games, obviously, and some of those Amity Ward games, Amity Staples games. I mean, that Amity Staples game from a few years ago was probably the one that, that I would point to. 20, like, that was like, 2017. That right, was Kasparius and Winkle. I mean, there's like legit. Kasparius, yeah. In that in that game. And Chad Knight. And and Chad Knight, right. You had three. That's the game where you had three Gatorade players of the year on the field. Oh, well, more importantly, you had two Game Time CT players of the year. We didn't do an All-State team, Ben's, because I wasn't here. So that's more important. Right. Um, but so that that game and this game are, are comparable, right? Like we were talking about that, but this is clearly the battle for number one. If you like baseball, if you want to see the two best teams, I suggest getting to Palmer Field. This game is traditionally played at noon. We don't know the schedule yet, um, but usually double L is noon on Saturday. And if you want to see great baseball, come see it. And I will say this about Hero Wyatt, and I was talking to people at the press box last night about it. He's the best pitcher I've seen at the high school level. Matt Scott, very close. But Hero is now throwing upper 90s, mid-90s as a normal, and he's getting into the upper 97, 98. And his slider is probably the best pitch that I've seen any high school kid throw. And when you're throwing that hard with your fastball and then throwing a wipeout slider, you've seen what has happened over the last few weeks. He has been untouchable, untouchable. So I, I really, really, really think people should try to come and watch this game for a load of reasons. Now look, Ward is going to grind him. They grind out at bats. Staples grinds out at bats. Like, I, I, you think there's going to be two complete games? I think we see a little bit of bullpen maybe on on each side, just because they'll they'll work them, they'll work them a little bit. But it's, for me, this doesn't get any better. It does not get any better than this. Yeah, me too. This is uh, this is what we wanted, so we're happy. <laughs> we're happy. What? What? You want to make some picks here? You, you, you I do, but I also want to break some news on the podcast. So the schedule is yeah. out. Oh, it's out. The schedule is out. Uh, oh, because Clem- of the postponements, did they get it out early? They got the baseball schedule out. Friday night will be Coventry versus HK in Class S. The first game on Saturday will be Double L at noon. Uh, Staples Ward L. I'm sorry, M will be the second game, like we thought. Uh, Walk at Nanawag at three thirty, and then the Saturday night cap will be Brookfield Guilford at seven o'clock. We got all the times right in our hypotheticals. We are smart. We are smart. We are smart. Good. We are brilliant. All right. (laughs) All right. So who do you got? Yeah, you want to? You can do. uh, You can do double L to start. Double L to start. 
Or you want to start an S? Let's start an S. All right, let's do it. Let's start an S. Let's let's keep the people. Let's let's continue the same way that we've been going. Um. All right. S, like we said, Coventry versus Adam Killingworth. Um. I'll go first here. I'm going with HK. This is a. Uh, this is a. Uh, more of a. This would be, I think, a great story pick. After 700 plus wins, Mark Brooks gets his first state championship. The father of that program, you know, mm-hmm. getting that to add to an already impressive resume for me, that's the better story. And look, I Coventry is great. And when they won in 2019, we were, you know, pumped after they lost the year before. You know, Ryan, Ryan does a great job at Coventry. I think this game is a coin flip. Uh, so I'm going to lean towards HK in terms of what it would mean. Uh, you know, for Mark Brooks and his, you know, illustrious coaching career. Uh, I agree. I- I'm going to go with HK too. Uh, obviously, Coventry's had a really good run, um, but HK just had a, a one of those special seasons. You know, he started off 13 and 0, dropped a few games, but then rallied down the stretch and played well. And it just, yeah, it's a great capper for a career. Not that he's retiring or anything like that, but when you're at 742 wins and you can finally win a state championship. That's got to be really, really special. And HK has been in the finals uh, five times uh, and never won. So the sixth time, I think it's going to be the charm. I'm, I'm taking HK. Uh, let's go up to class M. Um, it's really hard to pick against Wolcott just because they keep winning. <laughs> and they keep winning in such incredible ways. But... I think Nanawag's a, a fabulous team. I think that they're they're a team that could compete in a higher division if, if they were in it. I think they have a really good baseball team, and I think it's their year. And I, I'm picking Nanawag to to win in Class M. Yeah, I'm going with Nanawag too. Uh, I mean, you'd be dumb to pick against Wilkin at this point. But, <laughs> um, you know the 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 golden slipper will be shattered from David's. Um, what's that thing called? Slingshot. Slingshot. Um, no, I, I like Nanawag in this one. They've had two really good years. Uh, it's been an interesting story with that program. Obviously, their coach leaves, like I mentioned. Uh, and then for them to kind of rally together uh, to get here, I think it's the um, the perfect, you know, chef's kiss for the end of the season for Nanawag. Um, yeah. Yeah. Glass slippers over. The, the, the cart's becoming a pumpkin. All that stuff. Um <laughs> Now we both in the before the tournament started, I, I think we both picked Guilford in L. Uh, I don't think anything's happened that's going to change that for me. Uh, Brookfield's a great story. And it's a great story. First, I think I'm more confident in my Guilford pick than I was when I picked it a week ago. Obviously because they're there, but I've been able but to. But now see, you've seen them a few times too, and, and when you see teams in, the per, in person like that, you really get a feel for how solid they are yeah. across the board. I think but that's I, what you keep telling me is like. They make all the plays. They make all the pitches. They have good bats. Like it looks, they make it look easy. And look, this right. is not a knock. Brookfield is is having an incredible season, and they're an incredible team. And this is a team that might be a top ten team to start next season because of everything that they are bringing back. I mean, their sophomore who beat Notre Dame yesterday, McDowell, is a dog. I mean, he is a workhorse. He battled. I mean, he was throwing his body. His shirt was getting untucked. He kept having to take time out to tuck it in. Like Brookfield's got guys and they are going to be around next year. I just, I think this Guilford year, I think this Guilford team is special. 
I really, yeah. that's a word that I would use to describe this team. They are special. And um, I'm going to stay with my pick and, and, you know, my pre-tournament pick and go with Guilford to, uh, to win the championship. And I think your pre-tournament pick in double L was war. Is that correct? No, my pre, my double L pick was staples. We both picked staples. Oh, we both picked staples too. Okay. So I think we'll, well, I don't know. I'm going to stick with staples. Um, uh, I, yeah, you go, you go first. <laughs> I'm going to stick with staples because here are why it's pitching. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's the best pitcher in the state. I just mentioned earlier, I think he's one of the best pitchers I've ever seen at the high school level. I have a really hard time picking against Ward because they just keep winning. They just keep winning. Their lineup is so good top to bottom. Like their kids about seventh, eighth, ninth in that team that would be batting top of the order of other teams. Their pitching is so deep that if Polly has a problem, they have these other dudes that can go to. Having said all that, I'm going to stick with Staples because I picked them and because I think that it's Hero Wyatt's moment for him to step up and have his Frankie Mazzucato, Chad Knight crowning crowning game and, and win a state championship as the state's best player. And Matt Scott. And Matt Scott. Yeah, sorry, Matt Scott. And Matt Scott, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'm... I'm going to stick with Staples. We both had this matchup. My reasoning then and it's now is Hero Wyatt. And this is nothing to take away from Griffin Polly, who is a all-state player in my book. I mean, he is so good. He was so good in the Southington game. You know, watching his pitches from behind uh, the backstop at Ward, because that's like the only place where you could really be that close and see. I mean, he is phenomenal. Um, but hero wide, I think is a, is a generational talent and, uh, you don't get to granted. We've been blessed to see that the last four seasons, right? You just mentioned four generational type pitchers, right? Chad Knight, uh, he was a generational player, obviously with the little league stuff. He's wrapping up his career at Duke. Um, Mazzucato's the seventh overall pick in the MLB draft and is having an absurd second season playing professional baseball before he got injured. Um, you know, Matt Scott's pitching in college world series games this year for Sanford. Um, I mean, you know, that's absurd. And that speaks to the level of play of baseball in Connecticut and hero is in the next line of that. That said, yeah. could ward win this game? Absolutely. hundred percent. I mean, this is, these are guys. hundred percent. These no are one... guys. No, yeah. I know. I know. I'm just giving the other side of it. Like Holly yeah. Larson, Galvin, uh, Stiletto. Uh, like these are guys who played and won state championship last year, have won three straight FCX. They know what it takes to win. I'm not a gambler. I don't bet. We don't bet on high school sports. But I, if I if we did, I wouldn't even bet on this game because no. I, I'm not confident in either thing because I think either thing can happen. I'm going with Staples because Hero White is the best player on that field. Me too. And me too. And if I were betting on the game, I would hedge it and I would put some money on both sides <laughs> because it's such a toss up. I mean, it's the ultimate toss up game. It's the ultimate championship game. We got it this year in girls basketball where we had the clear number one and clear number two. Um, we're getting it in baseball. Like that is just the absolute best scenario. There's little room for conversation um, about who's going to be number one when this game ends. Like, Yes, Guilford has a claim, but I think since Staples is playing Ward, that this is clearly the number one team in the state 
is the winner of this game. Yeah, I don't think that there is a scenario at this point where Guilford would be the number one team with a win. Um, if Ward or Staples were playing someone else, then maybe if Staples is playing Newington and Newington wins, I think I would still vote Guilford one. Um, right. But if West Hill got through and beat Ward, I would vote Guilford if, if they have to win L. But with Ward and Staples in the final, I don't see an avenue. It will not be, I don't think it'll be unanimous. Um, I think there will be voters who will vote for Guilford and rightfully so. I just will not be one of those people. We'll see. I mean, because no one really voted that number one anyway. Uh, you know, when they won the SEC and, and Ward had, had come up and beaten um, had beaten Staples and knocked them from number one, they Ward got the number one support. Um, Staples still had someone voting for them number one, but we're not going to talk about that. Ward was the team. Um, I do want to mention one kid before we get out of here who was on Newington last night, and I finally saw him play in person. Your That's boy, guy, Josiah Ross. And let me tell you something, as advertised, there was a ball hit into the gap, which I thought was going to be a triple easily, and was actually closer to the right fielder than the center fielder. And he came from so far away and made a running catch. And everyone in the crowd, you can just hear him going, ooh. <laughs> he flies around the bases. He hits the ball really well and plays an incredible defensive center field. So I just wanted to shout out Josiah Ross, who I finally got to see play in person. And he was as impressive as, as I've heard that he is. So uh, I know that's little consolations of Newington, which lost the game. But really, really great baseball player that kid is. Yeah, yeah he's a hell of a football player, too. Yeah, we love those kids. We love the two-sport, three-sport athletes. So, yeah. um, Listen, if you see Pete and I up at Palmer Field, feel free to say hi to us. Feel free to say hello or whatever you want to yell at us. Keep as it, long as it's nice. Keep it nice. Keep it nice. <laughs> if you want to buy Pete a hot dog or a pretzel, he always appreciates that. Um, the pretzels last night at Waterbury, they were making them to order because it wasn't uh, so that you had to wait a few minutes. But Came out worth piping hot, hot and soft. Uh, I had no, tri- there were no pretzels sitting around. You had to wait for them, so they'd heat them up as, as they ordered them. I had uh, two Palmer dogs. Okay. Uh, bottle of water, healthy, and uh, oh, some peanut M and M's. You balance it out with water. That that'll that'll fix everything. <laughs> I'm gonna need so many dogs this weekend. I'm getting prepared for July Fourth. Ugh. You're ready. This is well. This is it. This is it. And then uh, they also brought some pizzas in last night to the press box. They were for the the field guys and the guys who were taking care of the field and running everything. But they they gave us some pizzas since there was only three members of the press in the in the press box. So it was from uh, Mario's, which I'd never had up there in Waterbury. It was, it was okay. It was a little thick um, for my liking. Like a little thinner. You know, I was hoping for some Roseland, but they didn't bring Roseland. So. <laughs> What are you gonna do? That's Derby Pizza anyway. They don't they don't they don't have it in Waterbury. No. Uh, but anyway, come up and say hi to us this week. Uh, this weekend, Pete and I will be there Friday. We'll be there all day Saturday. Obviously, for Pete and I, this is I think our favorite event of the year. You know, we love other events and football and basketball and all that stuff. But I, I would sleep Palmer. at Palmer Field on Friday night if they allowed me to. Yeah, if they let me like stay in that VFW that's next door, I would one hundred percent do that. Wake up, get some breakfast. At, I would, know, I would sleep on the mound. Get some breakfast at O'Rourke's or something. That, you know, one of the diners up there, and then, uh, and then head back for the for the day games. But uh, if that's open, I don't know if the VFW has sleeping accommodations where they let us go in there. 
Yeah, I'd sleep in the press box or on the mound or uh, anywhere. You know, that'd be fun. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. As long as no squirrels, as long as no squirrels come in, you know. Don't even start with that. Uh, (laughs) But uh, then we'll be back with. We're gonna try and get all four championship teams on the show next week. Yep. And uh, we'll have the all state team. That's right. It goes fast. That's it goes well. It goes fast. It goes fast. That's not gonna be an easy team to pick. And hopefully there'll be no smoke anymore. It's, the, the smoke will move out of the area and we'll have we'll all be able to breathe. And it's bad out there. It was bad last night at the games. Like you could just smell smoke. It was like burning your eyes. And so hopefully that, that goes away too. That's certainly a bizarre situation that we have here in Connecticut right now with all the smoke. Yeah. Uh, but for Pete, I'm Scott. We'll see you at the state championships and we will see you next week on High and Tight. Love you all.